six ships, six months, and two thousand miles. That's how far Radoxidorian, former captain and sole survivor of the Blackfish, had to run until he finally felt safe. When he reached the city of Kos, nestled along a stretch of exotic eastern shore he couldn't pronounce, he thought that just maybe it was far enough. Less than one in ten people here spoke his mother tongue. These people were a mix of Sundish and Paji, and other folk he was largely ignorant about. He couldn't tell them apart, anyway. As far as Radox was concerned, all the strange people that filled this howling city looked alike, and that meant they looked nothing like him. That suited him perfectly. The aging mercenary stood head and shoulders taller than the average local. Men like him, burly, pale-faced westermen, were rare here, which made them easy enough to spot in a crowd. It was those sort of people that held the price on Radox's head. The people of Kos and all these other folk along the Sundi shores couldn't have cared less about him. Haj Adan, that was the word he'd heard the locals use to describe men like him, Westerners and Northerners from Galadir and beyond. He didn't suppose they meant it politely. It made him laugh. The city of Kos was good, loud, busy, full to bursting, fragrant and exotic. There was music here he'd never heard before, food he'd never tasted, women he'd never had. He even saw a great gray beast with a wizened little man on its back and a coiling serpent for a nose. Yifont, the locals called it. It dropped great piles of shit in the streets, and boys with wicker baskets would come along to collect the droppings. Radox found that comical. Little sun-darkened men pulled on the Yifont's great flapping ears with hooked sticks to steer the hulking beasts like mules. Radox even saw a great fat man in purple robes and a silly hat accompanied by a tiny and hairy man dressed in a set of clothes that were identical in every stitch. The little hairy man climbed all over the huge fat man and sat on his shoulders squawking and clapping like a court jester. The speechless little fool even had a tail like a beast. The fat man and the little hairy man danced and twirled for coins, singing loud brassy songs as they tottered up and down the streets. Folk here seemed to appreciate their talents. Radox was not so impressed. The fat man's language sounded like two goats humping. Kos was perfect. It was the other side of the world in Radox's estimation. If he went any further east, he'd be circling the world back home, he thought. And there, he was a dead man. Radox made himself at home in Kos, and the days turned into weeks. Back home, the world was full of problems. Big problems. War, namely a war that he himself had been paid to start. Those things were no longer Radox's concern, though. He had small problems, like keeping a belly full of wine that outclassed his tastes and getting a regular bathing by beautiful women. That included finding a whorehouse that suited his liking, which he did. Though they didn't call them whorehouses here, they called them Sunkiri Damash, which he understood meant pleasure house or near enough. He learned quickly that Kojan pleasure houses weren't like whorehouses back home. They weren't dens for drunks and lechers. Here in Kos, visiting the pleasure houses was a classy, respectable pastime. Men of wealth and standing did that, and women too. Business was conducted. Deals were sealed. 
It was all very civilized. There was etiquette to be observed, or you'd find yourself in the street. Radox liked his wine and he liked his women, so he adapted.